Good morning and welcome to 175th episode of Miracle World today. It is part edices of Word and Wisdom, beginning from 437 Wisdom Word. It takes looking up to the only true God to win battles that are before and behind you. Unfortunately, many have deviated by seeking for help from the wrong sources. The tribe of Judah knew too well that, that help can only come from the Lord. Where does your help come from? A lot of people today are no, lo- no longer seeking for help from only true God. Many have turned to evil world, have turned to the underworld, have gone to the occultic world, looking for help. But let me tell you, my friend, if you truly want a real help, a genuine help, a help that will not reduce your life, shame your life, did that from you, you've got to look up to God. Stop looking up to the occultic world to, you know, for help. The occultic, any help that is not from God will ruin your life, I can guarantee you. In 2 Chronicles chapter 13 from 14 to 15, the Bible says when Judah turned and discovered that the battle was before and behind them, they cried out to the Lord. Then the priests blew the trumpets and the men of Judah raised the battle cry. And when they, and when they raised the cry, God routed Jeroboam and all Israel before Abijah and, and Judah. So we see here, when the tribe of, of Judah, the southern kingdom, was fighting the northern kingdom, the Bible says that they cry out to God. <coughs> they cry out to God. When Judah turned and discovered that the battle was before and behind them, they cry out to God. When the battle is before and behind you, whom do you go to? I want you to sink this in. Take it in. When Judah turned and discovered that the battle was before and behind them, they cried out to the Lord. That is the only way out. Being able to look up to God, to cry out to, out to God, knowing that God is the only better source, the only true source to receiving a helping hand, to receiving deliverance and salvation. It all lies in the hand of God. Stop turning to the wrong people because they will rather, you will rather be bruised. They're going to bruise you. They're going to hurt you. They're going to humiliate you. I repeat again, it is looking up to the only true God to win battles that are before and behind you. Unfortunately, many have deviated by seeking for help from the wrong sources. The tribe of Judah knew too well that help can only come from the Lord. Where does your help come from? It is a question you've got to answer. Word and wisdom number 438. <laughs> there are stuff God will never give you, despite how much you have prayed to own it, until each season arrives. Therefore, trying to make things happen before there is intended season will ruin your patience and motivation because your effort might produce nothing. A lot of you today, you want something to happen just right now. You're trying to make things happen. There are things that will never happen no matter what you do. If you try, sometimes, you know, if God has no position you to rule, to reign, to lead, no matter what you do, you will not lead. You're going to bruise yourself by trying to force the season to come in the now. There are seasons and there is season for everything. 
The Bible says in Leviticus chapter 26 verse 4, I will give you rains in their season. So you know there are things God can only give in their season. And the land we yield is produced. And the trees of the field will bear their fruit. Anytime God gives you, gives you rain in their season, and that, at that moment and at that point, your land will begin to produce what you need. And the trees of the field will begin to bear fruit. You've got to understand there is season for the rain. There is season for everything. If you try to make things happen when its intended season has not arrived, it will never work. It will rather you know, hurt you over and over again. You will put effort here and there and nothing will come out of it. So it is important you start you know, asking God for season. Start sensing season. Start being aware of season. Is it the season for that miracle to happen, for that marriage to take place, for that business to take place, for that soul to be won? Is it a season to reach out to that drunkard? There is season for everything. When the season comes, people will simply submit by simply saying one word. One man of God said <laughs> for many years, he's a movie producer, but born again. I know him very well. He was my friend, a Korean man, when I was in South Korea. He said for many years he lived a wayward life. But his brother, who was a pastor, and the mother and, and, and the sister, they prayed and prayed for him. And one day he met a pastor, and this pastor turned to him and said, God love you. That is all that the man of God said. And, and this man, who was my friend at the time, started crying. He was the movie director in Korea at the time. He started crying. The next Sunday he was in church, he, he got born again just because somebody says, God love you. The reason is because the season came. Remember, it's not just because of what the pastor says. It's just because of all the preparation that was taking place in the spirit, you know, through the prayers of the mama, the brother, and the sister. When the season comes, you know, all you need to say is God love you. Once he says that, <laughs> Lord, somebody, everything will begin to you know, fall in each place. I mean, somebody. I repeat again, the Ashtav God will never give you despite how much you have prayed to own it until each season arrives. Therefore, trying to make things happen before there is intended season will ruin your patience and motivation because your effort might produce nothing. <laughs> Word and wisdom number 439. <laughs> Who told you that the Lord is not mindful of you? Is it your problem that told you? Your friends or loved ones that told you? You must believe them not. Because the, mind, because the mindfulness of God toward his children are non-negotiable. So believing in the promises of God unwaveringly is better than listening to the unbelieving runs of your friends. A lot of things today are listening to men and women who say you're not beautiful, who says you're not good, who says you can't, you don't want anything and you can't amount to anything. You are listening to those voices that tell you that no one cares about you, but that's a lie from the pit of hell. The Bible says in the book of Psalms number 115 verse 12, it says, The Lord is mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. Hallelujah. Do you hear that word? 
the Lord is mindful of us. You know, He will bless you because He's mindful of us. He will bless the house of Israel because He's mindful of us. He will bless the house of Aaron because He's mindful of us. Anytime God is mindful of you, He will not just bless you alone, but He will go all ahead to bless your, your children, your grandchildren, you know, and those yet unborn. That is what happens when God is mindful of us. Many of you do not know that God Almighty is truly mindful of you. Let me repeat again, who told you that the Lord is not mindful of you? Is it your problem, your friends or loved ones? You must believe them not because the mindfulness of God towards his children are non-negotiable. So believing in the promises of God unwaveringly is better than listening to the unbelieving runs of your friend. My friend, you've got to understand that God is in the midst of, of, of something. God is in the midst of building and empowering and God is in the midst of protecting you. He is so mindful of you. You are like an apple in the eyes of in the, in the eyes of God. God, the Bible says, David is an apple of God's eye. That is how you are. If God understands, despite your weakness today, despite the mistakes, I want you to know that God is still mindful of you. He's only waiting for you to return back to Him. Glory to God. Word and wisdom number 440. Do you know that everything has a throne? But all, all other thrones are sinking sands. But there is only one real throne, the throne occupied by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So what do you see? The Lord sitting on his throne or the devil on his throne? My friend, I want you to know that everything has a throne. Even the devil is sitting on a throne. Demons are sitting on a throne. The Lord somebody, principality sits on a throne. But also God the Son, God, the Father, and Holy Spirit are sitting on the throne. The, the, the Son of God, you know, having won, you know, over demonic forces, is now sitting at the right hand of God on the throne of God. So there are there are better throne. Hello, somebody. There is most powerful throne. It is the throne that has been seated on by the Son of God. No other throne can conquer the throne that that is that is of the Lord. You may be sitting on a throne. But that throne, if it is not a throne, you know, that is sat, that is sat, you know, or that is seated by the Son of God, then you are sitting on a fake throne, on a sinking throne, on a sandy throne. You've got to understand that thrones are powerful, and that there are, there are thrones and there is throne. This throne, you know, that, 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 that is occupied by the Son of God, by God Himself, is the greatest the most genuine, the most exalted and elevated throne. And if you don't know that throne, every other throne you are looking up to is a sinking sand. The, first, the book of 1 Kings chapter 22, verse 19, the Bible said, Mikai continued, watch this, Therefore hear the word of the Lord, I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the hosts of heaven standing on his right hand and on his left. Did you see that? Mikai continued, therefore hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne. Hello, somebody. And all the host of heaven standing on his right and on his left. You've got to ask yourself, who are you seeing? Who are you seeing? Are you seeing the Lord on the throne? Or are you seeing the devil on the throne? What you see is what occupies your heart. What you see is what rules your life. I want to challenge you right now. You've got to understand that the only true, strong, elevated, and power throne is the throne seated by the Son of God. And that is the throne I'm seeing 
I refuse to see the throne of failure. I refuse to see the throne of retrogression, the throne of pain, the throne of scarcity and lack. I refuse to see the throne of drought. I refuse to see the throne of fear and intimidation. I refuse to see the throne of economic crisis, economic retrogression. I refuse to see the throne of COVID. I see the throne of forgiveness, the throne of mercy, throne of elevation, throne of repentance, throne of salvation, throne of, 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 of greatness. That is what I see. Whatever throne you're seeing today that is contrary to this throne I've told you that I, I see is a wrong throne. And this throne I see is where the servant, the son of God is seated. <clears throat> I repeat again, do you know that everything has a throne, but all other thrones are sinking sands, but there is only one real throne, the throne occupied by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So what do you see? The Lord sitting on his throne or the devil on his throne? You must make, make a choice of what you see from today in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for your people as they listen to this inspired word from heaven. May it impart somebody. May it revitalize, re, renew, resuscitate. I pray you may somebody's life. Oh, my kaya Change today for good. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This is Apostle Prince Blessing Chikizie, the senior pastor of King's Mercy Global Church here in Auckland, New Zealand. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. God bless you. Amen. Bye.